TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geeks Tejas Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome everyone. It's a new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast where we're talking these days about the FIFA World Cup since I'm back in the studio. Uh, joining me is as always Kevin. Hey, what's up Kevin? Hello. All good? Not so good. Why? Uh, we, we don't have such good news but then in a way uh, it's past so we can say all good. Okay, no problem. Exactly. So we have good good things as well on the show. Chiran is joining us as always via the phone call. By the way, the biggest news of the day, have you heard? Go ahead. So, East Bengal went to uh, CFL, right? By holding Mohan Bagan to a draw. Hmm. Okay. And Alamna is uh, walking around uh, the uh, on the on the pitch. He is looking around for the organizers to bring out like the the, the trophy stage, and then nothing happens. And he comes to Kolkata and he's still confused. Why didn't they give us a trophy? We won the league. Oh, hasn't? So, yeah. No, they didn't get the CFL trophy. So, it's been two yeah, days. It's been two yeah. days. Is uh, uh, Alamna still on the on the ground there? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still looking for the trophy. Where is the trophy? I think I think somebody should just. You know, uh, when Mohan Bagan when Mohan Bagan does not win a trophy and uh, the the greatest rival takes away, you know, I can expect such things to come out. <laughs> no, see the, uh, and then that being the biggest news of the day, yeah. only they would know. <laughs> Yeah, Alamna is still looking for the trophy. No, it's it's a ridiculous rule actually. The, they gave the trophy at the annual function of the uh, of IFA. They oh, don't, they, they don't give it on the. They don't give it that time when they win the league. That is so yeah. sad. They have to print a name. <laughs> Takes time. Typical East Bengal I have no idea what, stuff. what's the logic behind this, but yeah. that's what they do. So yeah. All uh, typical Kolkata okay, clubs. <laughs> Uh, so the reason why Kevin said uh, we don't have certain good news, but it's already gone. So we're going to touch upon it. Uh, we had like a, I mean, age fraud in in football is quite uh, common. Uh, we've been listening to them. We have some African teams, you know, some other teams as well. Now the recent news was that even an Indian uh, player from the under seventeen squad was uh, was caught under like you know he was over age. Uh, that is given, you know, the latest they can, the maximum they can be is 17, and not about that. So he was found out. They did an MRI uh, done, and it, he was told he they found out that he was over 17. But uh, this was before. Just to clarify, this was before the 21 final 21 score was announced. Uh, so that's that. And uh, we get uh, Chiranjit. Chiranjit, your thoughts on all of this? I actually want to hear from Kevin first because uh, he's a coach and uh, yeah. he's had more direct experience of what's happening. Uh, we'll, we'll I'll weigh in on later. Cool. Kevin? Yeah. So... As you mentioned, it's not very uncommon to you know, find these age frauds because you know, every team wants to give out the best. But then uh, uh, there is a small amount of cheating that uh, some clubs do. Clubs or countries now, we're talking about the World Cup. So that's, you know, it's part of your ethics. It's part of your integrity, how you want to approach this. So there is a small chance that, uh, you know, now what, uh, f- you know, what happens over here is... Uh, some players, you know, they look very mature, you know, when you're playing an underage tournament and it's easily, you know, suspicious. So 
the clubs would want to get in players who do not look as much as you know suspicious and sneak in them try to get in that upper hand via having uh, having a uh, an overage player but who does not look very you know mature to be easily spotted but yeah it's that uh, you know i, I it will be wrong on my part to say that uh, clubs and countries don't do that yes there is you know it's all part of uh, what is your idea behind uh, the development uh, mm. if you want to get in that mix little adulteration uh, part of your squad it does happen mm. so i think chiranjit uh, before you get in uh, this is also good it's also a good thing for us that it, it was already done before the squad was announced and yeah. it was done by us itself because uh, as yeah, as stated by a story on uh, times of india it states that once it's going on probably even fifa officials will be here and they will pick up any team and any player will be picked up and the test will be done so i think this is a good thing mm. that we got it done before it starts and it was got by us and not by any outsider yeah. well look aiff cannot read minds hmm. right so if if a player is uh, trying to get into the system with a, a false age certificate aiff can only find out once uh, the test results come in and uh, with thousands of players in the system you can't just go out and uh, you know do an mri scan on everybody hmm. it's impractical so you have to wait till you pick the uh, you know you shortlist the players that you are going to take into the highest stage and uh, and and then you do the mri scan and if somebody is uh, not uh, you know he's not fitting the bill you have to drop him uh, at that point that's that's all we can do right now and and just just realize that age fudging is not a uh, it's not a football problem or it's not a sports problem it's an it's a society problem hmm. okay i i remember i was sitting in my board exams i was 15 and uh, i think the people around me had like beards okay so freaking uh, uncles were sitting in the same exam but uh, their uh, birth certificate would probably say like they were one month or two months older than me so <laughs> it it happens everywhere man in every field of life people fight their age for like thousands of different reasons man mm, yeah uh, so yeah and and of course it it happens uh, Uh, in uh, in in sports uh, or football because uh, again you have a lot of people who are coming in uh, from uh, rural areas where you are not born in a very like well connected major hospital so uh, immediately your birth gets registered that doesn't happen so you're going to uh, in a it leaves that room uh, that uh, that article that came out on live night i think it was by akash yeah so that that puts out a very Com- in a comprehensive uh, picture of uh, where the problems lie yeah, and the problems are so vast it can't be solved by some sports federation it's, hmm. it's not for aiff to solve all that yeah. it's for the government to solve all that right okay and immediately if uh, the day we have a system where we can like immediately do a retina scan of a newborn baby and he goes into the national database that's the day we beat age fudging otherwise it's 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 happening everywhere hmm. uh, you know stephen constantine wrote in that book about a, a middle eastern country that was uh, playing players who were at least 5 6 years older than uh, you know the the prescribed age nigeria got, gets suspended so many times yeah because of uh, overage players at least we are catching them before we 
mm. send the list to FIFA. Yeah. You know, and, and then again, I I don't know. I think they are, uh, you know, putting uh, pressing down on the name of the player because they don't want to ruin his career. Yeah. yeah. But look, what what happens in the MRI scan is that they map your wrist and the bone formation and or mm. whatever it is. Uh, they have a term for it. So if it's a grade six, it's considered over seventeen. But yeah. somebody can be more matured at an earlier age. Okay, more developed yeah. physically. People don't age the same. Some people mature late. Some people mature very early. So you don't even know that the player who got disqualified, if he is actually, uh, you know, an age cheater or not. Hmm. So he may actually be under seventeen, but he's just a bit more developed and so developed that uh, the MRI scan sort of disqualifies him. So we don't really have a proper way to judge this. So that, that's what leaves the room, and if somebody has that ambition, uh, that hey, I I really need to make it in the under 17 level to get noticed by clubs, uh, so that I can have a shot at making a living through football. When uh, you, you're in a career which is so competitive that 99% people don't make it, uh, so of course, what's going to happen? Yeah. People are going to be desperate, and you're going to have coaches who will. Say ah, yeah, you're you're 50, huh? Uh, let's put you in under 30, you know, because uh, the test results are not 100% accurate anyway. Yeah. So let's take a chance. Just because because just just play for one year in under 13, get noticed, so that you get a better chance next season. So, I think. Yeah. That's, I think uh, just like Suranjit mentioned, you know, it's not for the federations to look at it or anything. Even even at normal school levels, these things happen, and college levels, we've experienced that when we used to play against colleges, and we've seen like uh, five feet nine and you know six feet uh, tall girls coming up and playing against me, and I'm like, shit, <laughs> what the hell? And they elbow us, and and then they be very aggressive and stuff. And we know which colleges do that, and we are very much aware of it, but. That's. I think that's the root yeah, cause. People, people do it in education for marks. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, like you, you're sitting in your first board exam when you're you're 15. Your brain is not that developed. Hmm. You probably won't get that good marks. But if you're two, three years older, it's very easier for you to take on that pressure. Yeah. And you you get better marks. So, yeah. see if if it's happening in a in a general field like education, what what do you think? How how harder is the pressure? At an elite level in a sport. Sport, exactly, exactly. So, I mean. so what, what do you expect to happen? People are not hundred percent. You know, people are. Wo kya? Dud ka dula hua nahi hota koi. Okay, so Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and for this, we need to go to the root cause, just like we said, the society or the government or anyone, wherever it has been, even education, like the education system needs to uh, take a root cause so that that doesn't, so that it sticks there and it ends there. So it doesn't go at an international level and then be an embarrassment uh, for the team, for the country or whoever is playing. Uh, now, let's leave that as we said, it's in the past. Now, hopefully we don't see things like that in the future. Moving on with... ISL news coming out. Uh, we did uh, see that FC Pune City were uh, parted ways with Habas, but they have a great, great experienced coach. I'm looking at the press release and his uh, list of accolades and the way he's uh, come up from the ranks and 
taking teams to uh, titles and in Japan, in Spain, uh, crazy ride. And now he's come to India, all set to make his ISL debut <laughs> as a coach of FC Pune City. And I think uh, if you've seen, uh, if you've been active on Twitter, you saw, you saw a series of tweets by Chiranjit, which I even I agree to. Uh, I mean, FC Pune City from the start has been that team which wants to make, wants to be there, up there, but just couldn't make because some things did not go right. And I think and I hope that this season is they're looking at something that's going right, right? Uh, Chiranjit, your thoughts, your quick thoughts on FC Pune City's new coach. Should I say the name? Please, can I say it? I'm going to say his name. Yeah, <laughs> he, he looks, I mean, up and now. Wait, wait, before, before you say, before you say, before you start, I'm yeah. going to say his name. Ranko Popovic from <laughs> Serbia. <laughs> Popovic. Popovic. It's a cute name. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Jaranjit. Good. I, I, was, I was just going to make a poop joke, but uh, I decided okay. not to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah let's, let's just carry on now. So, uh, see, what, what has happened with FC Pune City is that Every single time they get a new coach in, but it, it just seems like something does not go well. Hmm. You know, something does not fall into place. Yeah. Uh, even uh, bringing Habas in did not work out for them last season. Yeah. Uh, even though they did not have a bad team by any means. Hmm. You know, uh, so uh, it always happens. The, uh, one of the coaches is not very enthusiastic. He can't fire up the players. Uh, another uh, time, uh, a couple of very key players get injured, and then you end up in trouble. Hmm. Uh, so all of that, and and these these guys are feel bad for them. They really need, uh, you know, some one moment in the in the spotlight because they're struggling to get enough fans. The stadium is uh, in in a very awkward location. Pune is not that very enthusiastic about football anyway. Or uh, any and, sport and for that matter. That <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, they need a moment of pride. You know, they need to be uh, there in the semi-final or finals where suddenly people will take notice. Hey, we are, you know, our team that represents yeah. us is making it big. So, that, that's when that's when it, things might uh, turn around for them. They need to make the people Pune proud, uh, proud of them. So that's that's what they're uh, going for. Yeah, uh, Popovich. The one thing I can uh, say about him, obviously, I have I have only looked at his uh, record and uh, you know a couple of videos of him uh, on YouTube. Yeah, he's he's enthusiastic. You know, he's gonna uh, put everything uh, on the line uh, to fire up uh, the, his players. Hmm. Uh, Pune City's uh, start has not been that well because it all looked like they were gonna. Uh, continue with Habas, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Habas parted ways at a time when everybody was making, uh, you know, pre-season plans already. So, yeah, yeah. For a short notice appointment, this is good. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and Northeast United suffered uh, because of uh, the the coach problem last season. Yeah. Pune City went through the same thing here, but uh, I think they've done done a better job of sort of mitigating the kind of damage that it can do to the team. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's here. He's going to take charge well in time for the preseason. So, so let's hope that he can bring his enthusiasm uh, you know, into a fruition. He can get the players to express his uh, passion hmm. for the game and his passion for the win hmm. on the pitch. Yeah. Now, let's hear from the coach from our studio. To let his know, let us know his thoughts on this new coach from FC Pune City, Kevin. 
yes uh, as chiranjit pointed out uh, so there is a problem uh, when things don't click when you have all the right ingredients for a good uh, season but you know there's some something that remains untouched like a good coach a good team but still no performance on the field you know that was the problem with habas when uh, he joined in the the initial uh, first few, few games that he was in charge uh, he was suspended now uh, because of his you know wrong doings of the earlier season and that itself you know with did not have a you know great impact for the mm. team to start off and then uh, the, there was the, the marquee player who was injured you know that these all problems come together and the even when your start is not right uh, you know some things just don't don't take off in the best place uh, in the best way that you would want to so all in all you know uh, the team was kind of okay the squad was there the depth uh, wasn't there but you know this is a different way to uh, look at isl uh, this time because it's a longer season mm. you get in a coach who's a full time experienced coach unlike uh, you know in the previous season where we've seen uh, uh, players becoming coach and then trying to you know manage uh, mm. dual roles yeah. so this is more no, more like a proper league format uh, let's see if uh, things click for pune city this time yeah we'll have to wait and watch and that's been, that brings us to the time where we take a break on the show uh, we'll be back uh, soon and the second half would be fra- we will be looking at group e of the world cup uh, groups uh, and uh, previewing them and same things that we did spoke speak about a group f yesterday uh, so don't go anywhere you know what's coming up so stay tuned and we'll be back soon Hi, I'm Amit Verma, the host of the weekly podcast The Scene and the Unseen. In my show, I examine the scene effects and the unintended consequences of public policy and private action. I show how policies meant to help the poor often end up hurting the poor. I've done episodes so far on demonetization, GST, surgical strikes, immigration and MRP, and I will continue my forensic assault on the truth in the weeks to come. Catch the show every Monday on the IVM podcast app or any other podcasting app that you prefer or visit seenunseen.in for all the latest updates. Well, there is a quick short break and we are back again doing business. Uh, it's the FIFA World Cup. By the way, it's 10 days left and 10 days from now we'll have the kickoff uh I mean it's the first ever FIFA event we are hosting. Uh it's the under 17 World Cup. It's a big thing. Everybody's looking forward to it. And here we are uh, continuing with uh previewing and looking at the groups. Uh, today we shall look at group E which has four teams, uh, Honduras, Japan, New Caledonia and France and they'll be playing in Guwahati, uh Indira Gandhi Athletic Stadium. Now let's begin. Kevin, we'll start with you. Group E What do you think Which about it? Which team do you want to look at first? <laughs> Let's go with I don't uh, know. Go with anything. Like New Caledonia is a debut, is a new team here. They're making a debut yeah. and uh, things are going to get difficult for them uh, just like uh, India. Uh, they are <laughs> one of the debutants. Uh, but uh, luckily for New Caledonia, hmm. they are not in a, such a tough group hmm. as India is. Uh, so it's going to be you know up for grabs for this team okay uh, they've made it for the first time but uh, you know considering uh, the the beginners luck you know that's going to be on their side uh, and the better part is you know they do not have teams that they are ready that will be ready to pounce on them hmm. japan is there uh, japan hmm. is a strong contender to top this group uh, there is uh, what about france 
They've been France, champions you know, in 2001. You know, again, when we think about the under-17 team, what comes mm. to our mind is the senior national team. Now, France at the senior national team can be, you know, intimidating. They won. They won. Yes, but not over here. You know, they've okay. they've not have the have the best of records at the World Cup. Uh, so, New Caledonia and France is what I see at the you know uh, fight for the third place. And so, giving Japan and Honduras a yeah. No, consider Honduras. Uh, mm. They they've not been here for quite some time, but uh, look at the current record. Uh, how they've managed to come uh, to quali- qualify for the Under-17 World Cup. Uh, their scorer, uh, their highest scorer, uh, the tournament's highest scorer is belonging to the Honduras team. So that means they are, you know, they are capable of scoring, and that's the hot form that they want to get into this tournament. Mm. But again, uh, you know, seeing their past records, Honduras. They've not done as much as, uh, uh, you know, goal scoring as much as they would want to. Because mm. most of the time they've they've, they've been stuck with, uh, you know, hardly being able to score. And uh, a negative goal difference is what they end up with most of the time. So goal scoring is where they would want to get themselves, you know, uh, better at. That's going to help them to come close to Japan. Mm. And I, I give an edge to uh, Honduras because... Uh, you know they've got the ta- talent. They've got the possession game uh, in them uh, to at least get a draw against uh, Japan. I'm not saying they might just uh, go all the way uh, because Japan is looking stronger for this group. Hmm. So you're saying Japan, Honduras, and probably either of New Caledonia, France fighting for yes. third position. So third place would be a you know either tight, of them a tight and race. Okay, uh, Charanjit, your thoughts on the same page? Yeah, well, this is the one group where I'm really hopeful about the Asian team. Hmm. Right. Uh, and and it's a, it's quite a diverse group too. We got a we got a uh, we got Honduras who's coming in from uh, uh, I think uh, CONCACAF yeah. uh, Latin yeah. America. Yeah. We got uh, France who's coming in from Europe, New Caledonia who is coming in from Oceania and uh, Japan is from Asia obviously. So it's a, it's a very uh, diverse uh, group and uh, France has struggled a little bit. They f- uh, finished fifth. Uh, I think uh, they got beaten by Hungary in the uh, European Championships. Hmm. Uh, I, I still, I still sort of pin them to uh, top the group. I think they will not be that intimidated by the likes of Honduras or uh, New Caledonia. New Caledonia may become the the punching bag for everybody. Hmm. Okay, and and it's going to be Japan versus Honduras that will really be the interesting thing because uh, the I think the second place will be a fight between Japan and Honduras. Okay. So whatever happens in that game, uh, that that game is on. Uh, okay, that's that's on the first very uh, first day itself uh, in Guwahati. Hmm. Uh, that's uh, March yes, October eighth. So yeah, that that's going to be uh, very interesting to look at. Uh, I actually this this is. You know, we can we can say that the group in Gochi is the group of death, but uh, this, this is the one where uh, some anything can happen, really. Hmm. Uh, you yeah, know. because a yeah. new team comes in, and there are some teams who are trying to do good. So, so expect surprises because that's the beauty of the sport. But so looking at it's either toss up between the top of the group is Japan or France, and. Uh, Let's see how that goes about and if Honduras and New Caledonia. New Caledonia will be, like everybody looking at India, New Caledonia also will be, you know, all eyes on them, uh, saying how do they perform so that, you know, how does their future look like. Uh, so overall, what do you guys expect from this group? 
Kevin it's an open group yes uh, we, we cannot you know outright say that this is the team that's going to you know, go all the way right. uh, because there's going to be fight you know there's going to be a tussle for you know the points for the goals for the defenses and uh, we'll get to see a lot of restricted games uh where you know the goal scoring will be a bit you know uh left to up to chances uh, whether you take it or not uh, it's not going to be about uh, you know going with aggression it's going to be a patient game hmm. uh because i don't see a lot of goals happening in this because uh, as we said you know every team feels capable of at least getting a second spot or a third spot hmm. it's you know that that thinner line between being being able to make it and not Mm. because out of four you got three teams who are possibly going to go and get through mm. so the least number of mistakes done by by the team is what is going to be uh, the decider for qualification or not mm. so ranjit any buzzing uh, how is guwahati buzzing for this yeah well, guwahati is selling out uh, very fast okay. uh, i uh, recently like uh, some of my friends wanted to go so i, I booked about uh 40 45 tickets uh, in guwahati and uh, i already so this this is i'm talking last month hmm. and already like half the sections were sold out back then i'm pretty sure uh, every match will see about 30000 people uh, in hmm. attendance great uh, and they will come from all over northeast india and uh, we might actually even see guwahati is an international airport so it's, it's not that hard to come there from uh, let's say uh, the east asian uh, parts of the world so a lot of japanese fans will also show up i'm pretty sure about that uh, so yeah it's a, what i am looking forward to from this group is uh, certain players and uh, that the fans team has this this like defender i think mohammadou uh, dembele uh, he is a psg player and i think he is uh, on loan somewhere else he's uh, i think 18 years old at this point like but he he still really uh qualifies uh for for this uh, tournament i think so we have uh, other this is, this is an arsenal striker as well uh, you have seen fortune mm-hmm. uh, fortune or something like that so yeah it 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 looks pretty good pretty solid so we'll see uh, where that goes for them yeah well that brings us to the end of our show and uh, we have done with just to go about it group e the teams are honduras japan new caledonia and france and they play in guwahati now we shall definitely continue with this uh, series of previewing each and every group for the fifa under 17 uh, world cup that india are hosting and uh, if you like the show then please do it show show that we you liked it and like share subscribe to our youtube channel uh, hit the bell icon so you get updates of our new episode as we usually we say uh, leave your comments and let us know what you think about this group you can also talk to us directly on twitter charanjitoja bozanuskokevin sajmadi94 those are our twitter handles also follow the tfg football to the handle and you can read about about all these stories in detail on our website the fangrass.com have a great day also there will be links uh, in our description on our youtube you can also check out that and have a great day come back to us tomorrow because we're a daily show cheers Tantric Steve from Hansraj College Delhi performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India but unfortunately most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. 
fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now, of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments. All of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Sorry to say, but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun. As you can see, there's death, destruction and chaos taking place all around us. But don't you worry, food and drinks will be served shortly and I would recommend checking out IVM Podcasts to get some of your favorite Indian podcasts. We'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over. Thank you.